Hello listeners, stay tuned after this beautiful episode with Storm with her new single, Feel It Coming. Hello, our lovely Girl Awakening listeners. Welcome to 2023. I'm Jo Hendy from the Sacred Sister Project. I'm Amanda Parker of Mayala Organics. Come with us as we journey into this week's Awakening episode. I talk to a spirit. She comes in my dreams. She teaches me lessons. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Joe. Welcome to Girl Awakening, listeners. Today we have something a little different, but it seems to be the theme that's kind of flowing in. Yeah, threading in, flowing in. Yeah, threading in quite strongly. Absolutely. Mm. So this morning we have lovely Storm. Now, Storm, I didn't even grab your last name, your surname, but it seems irrelevant. You can be just Storm. That's that's right. I don't usually (laughs) use it. Perfect, Perfect. So I'm just going to read a little bit about Storm so mm. the listeners get a bit of an um, overview. So during her university days, she became immobilised and depressed about a number of things, which she has only been able to work through and come to peace with over the last five years. Music has been her saviour. Listening to her favourite artists and favourite songs, as well as songs written by her, which mm. has been very th- therapeutic and has been a great release of emotional energy and brings things to light for her. How beautiful. Mm -hmm. Through a lot of introspect, allowing and digging in deep to the who and what is Storm on this planet, she found herself herself again and again. Her greatest joy is being in service to the world by singing and writing songs which come through her higher self and from her heart. This is so beautiful, Storm. Feel it, feel it. Because, you know, Mm. just I'm not a musical person, but I do know the power of music and how we can listen to a song and it can bring back a memory or it can um, stimulate something in us or it can draw emotion out of us. And it's just so powerful. Yeah. From here to there. Yeah. And then to write your own, own words to describe where you're at in that space Mm. as, as the therapy is just so powerful really you're looking forward to hearing more about that so we're going to dive straight in and we're going to ask you storm how did your awakening begin okay <laughs> let me think <laughs> many years ago um, <laughs> i think for the most part um so i'm 40 i'm 47 today actually is my oh, it's all right. I usually have an extended, you know, three or four days. So it's sort of just. <laughs> um, but it was reflecting back, I think, um, you know, when you are on the path of awakening and you can reflect back and you can go, well, this part of my life, I was pretty much sort of lost in yeah. my stuff um trauma and patterns and and things and I'm by no means um out of them but I have now quite a expansive awareness so if I get triggered by something uh or find myself in a place I can identify that oh okay I'm inside of this rather than it just shit happening yeah, uh, which is what I always used to feel like. Why does it just shit happens all the time? And I couldn't understand it. So the actual probably, I did my popular music uh, 
I did classical music um, <clears throat> and a lot of training up until I was about 20. And and I started writing the popular music then. But alongside that, I, I was very interested in, uh, I just started doing my Reiki one degree. And then over the years, I did the, the following ones, excuse me. <clears throat> and um, very interested in uh, like sound bowls and things. So I, you know, I'd pop into some meditation classes. And, uh, but the, I suppose my conditioning uh, and programming you know was the most part the strongest so it was sort of part, a lot of partying and yeah. gigging and um <clears throat> taking this and that and whatever but um and then when I my uh, partner at the time um which was my daughter's dad uh, we decided to try and have a child and obviously you know we were successful so that was around about 33 when I was 33 um and I had already really I, I started reading a lot of Wayne Dyer I kind of started along, along in that area and Deepak Chopra and um and Greg Braden um <clears throat> and then went on to like Bruce Lipton and I, I really love all that mm. those people and what they had to offer but it was around that it was like if I'm going to be bringing in a child into this world I better get my shit together. Yeah. <laughs> and I really felt pretty, you know, like it's a responsibility and how can I actually get, uh, so that would definitely be the point. It was like, I, it was a big sort of like, come on. And it was um, by no means very easy. In fact, maybe, you know, like many people find if you do start digging around uh, into what is actually going on uh, underneath, <laughs> it's, 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 pretty full on because mm. you find things that you didn't know about yourself and uh and they're not a lot of them are not pleasant at all yeah. um and so I suppose but I, I you know I have that willingness to look at it whether it's it looks pretty or not um so that I to answer your question yeah that would be the beginning of it and the sort of impetus to come on you know like I'm going to bring in another human here I, I got to know at least a little bit about what I'm doing and yeah. be a better person yeah I can also feel a lot of emotion yeah. as we're talking yeah. like I'm like is this me is this me so, so is there a lot of emotion around you when you talk about this stuff is it like um is it does it feel very fresh still for you yeah um well, I, I suppose like we've, you know, even corresponded a little bit with emails and um, there's been, you know, some communication about it's an ongoing process. So um, the, I suppose it is, I mean, I, the, you, yeah, you're referring to that sort of heart centre there and the, the emotion. So that's um, definitely something I'm working on a lot. Aren't we all? Uh, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I said to my uh, fiance, I said, oh, um, <clears throat> I said, for all the talk that I have about, you know, staying in your heart, following your heart, speaking from your heart and all of this, I, I <laughs> started uh, th through a traumatic event. Um, my, my partner and I have, a, I'd say it's probably people looking in would go, oh, my God. But, <laughs> <laughs> for me uh, it on a spiritual level 
um, he is amazing because he, and I suppose because I can see it, but he um, presents to me all the time uh, via, like if he has a meltdown and then he can't really uh, have any communication for a period of time, it just shows me all this stuff that goes, whoa, and it freaks out. And so I, it was during that period anyway, um, where you get, you know, abandonment and rejection and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, oh, there's still stuff to work with. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, and, and I started doing um, some heart-based meditations and forgiveness um, practices and gratefulness practices, which I've touched on before. But <clears throat> like I said, I, I really promote coming from the heart and not, not from up here, but I mean the the truth is that my my mum was a, a a psych nurse, and my stepdad, uh, who I um, you know was with for ten twelve years or so, was a psychiatrist. And so actually, I am a lot up here, <laughs> and I do analyze and and a lot. And anyway, so any, the the process has been that just recently, really, I've been practicing sitting in the heart, and it's amazing. <laughs> and I just realized, I, I know, I just realized that I hadn't really been doing it when I thought that I had been. Um, and actually sitting in there, it's like for the first time in my life ever, I've been finding this place in here where I actually feel love and I don't, there's no one else around. There's not my partner, my daughter, the dogs or or whatever. It's not coming from an external stimulus. It's in here. And I was like, wow, what a revelation. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Wow so much peace in that isn't there it's a and it's a as you say it's a amazing uh you know when you have a powerful mind you know because you know what I'm feeling too is like with your musical background there's a lot of um you know like headspace around like reading the music not like tissue classical like you know that seeing the music on the page and then oh yeah but then intuition and that part of you that doesn't think just does takes over because yeah. it's very much of this I always think of of the soul you know you know why Mozart could play even though he was deaf you know <laughs> all those kind of things you know music just and comes from within and what you're talking about now with the um moving from the head into the heart mm -hmm. for me it's a similar process where we leave all of up here um and fully sit in here but yet there's a harmony between how they coherence yeah you know. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah. that um, feels amazing for you to be transitioning your music um into that way that you are within yourself for yourself mm. Mm. well it's it's funny isn't it because it's also a process of um, <clears throat> becoming, you know, I'm finding as we, I suppose, become friends with these parts of ourselves. I mean, it depends what medium you're working with, if maybe it's um, inner child work or, or something like that. I mean, it doesn't really matter what context you use, but uh, if you as you become more integrated with the parts that are hurting uh, or, you know, um, in trauma still and so on the um I'm finding that then um you can become more integrated like you're saying with in that coherence with the head and the heart 
Um, so for instance, I wrote some songs about 12 years ago and one of them was called Revolution. And I, um, when was that last? Oh, no, when COVID came in. And I and I just thought, oh, and I was looking through my songs. I was like, oh, I've written a song called Revolution. And I was reading the lyrics. I'm like, what the? <laughs> 12 years ago. And it was like I wrote it for yeah, now. Yeah. And I was like, how is that? You know, yeah. and I, I the way I understand that is yes, you've got you've got this uh intuitive stuff coming through and stuff from the heart, but maybe the more integrated a person becomes, you know, it it, it might I don't know. That that's what I think it is anyway. It sort of just like came out <laughs> twelve yeah. years ago, but it was actually more relevant for now. And so it's in there and I did maybe foresee uh some things coming up already but um not not collected enough anyway yeah so as, as a child storm were you a sensitive child like what led you into music you know if you was it something you studied or you were drawn to as a child oh definitely I love music uh yeah from little and I was uh you know got the solos and the primary school choir and I was very very interested in it and arts and um, I love all sorts of um, that artistic expression. I'm, I mean, like, you know, these days I I sometimes make uh, stained glass, um, you know, butterflies and I do mosaic tables and build tables and, and things. So I, I like sort of all of that, but you know, I did as a child as well. Um, but that's um, just trying to think. It's like a multi-level question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I think when you're creative in, that, mm. in either the, the arts or um, music, which is artistic as well, but all of those areas, they seem to combine into one, don't they? They mould into one. And I was just thinking about you saying, you know, for a long time you, you wrote about your music and you created a story through that. Mm. Um, it's you getting your emotions out onto paper and it kind of separates out for them where now you're, you're now going within more and... and um, <laughs> deciding that you want to go into the heart space and it's probably a little bit more vulnerable because it's like you actually you really have to look at it mm. instead of being able to write it down I mean it's a beautiful way to be able to express that but mm. I get with now with what you're saying about you know it's a little more confronting when you have to really sit with it yeah I think yeah it's got the collective in it now more so as mm. well you yeah know I mean so it's got that it's more of an awareness for me, which comes from doing, you know, self-development work that I am a part of the mm. whole group of people. I'm not just just yeah. Storm, you know, um, which has been something I've been working through too. Like I'm special and, and, and you know, and all of this. And, and really that's based in separation, but it's based in trauma uh, for many people. And so we sort of separate. So it's, um, we get so far away. Yeah. yeah that's so powerful what you just said you know yeah. it's like because a lot of people some people can use that as um their way of you know being creative but it's it is sometimes can be a separate a separation you know because oh, the artistic yeah. people are very um <clears throat> can be egocentric yeah yeah but also yeah. very <laughs> but also very kind of um unique and individual which yeah. can then be seen as separating out from and 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 withdrawing from the world you know mm -hmm. kind of thing mm -hmm. so 
even that putting yourself back out there and seeing yourself as a collective and part mm. of that can be another confronting aspect of that. Mm. Yeah, it's um, that's something I have been working through because I do uh, sound therapy as well. So I do counselling and sound therapy with gongs and bowls, and which, which I really love. But <clears throat> along with that, it might, it's even the music, uh, the creative stuff, um, being good at, I, I I can get really good at most things that I put my mind to. I can, you know, make a really good job of them. And I have been working through that um, specialness. And, and it's so, that's why I say it's a multi-level question because um, say uh, with, so I grew up, um, my dad left, I think around about three or something like that. I had a series of um, uh, uh, sexual abuse incidences starting from five, um, which, you know, sort of like, whoa, <laughs> it blew everything out. But, um, and then, it, you know, with the psychology, it's like, and so single mum, single working mum and me, and me. Um, so she was doing shift work a lot. And so I'd be like, sometimes I um, used to sleep in a linen cupboard in um, Greylands. So I know you're not in Perth, but Greylands is full on psych psychiatric hospital. Oh, wow. So, so when I was little, because she'd have to hide me from the uh, matron, so I'd be asleep in there. So if you can imagine, even if you're looking at it energetically, the, the energies in there, all sorts of, yeah weird yeah. sounds people in a lot of trauma people yeah. on medication and as a little child just just even that absorbing that it was completely terrifying but here's the thing you know because I like we all do I suppose when we're little we want to be good for our parents and we want to be a good good kid and yeah do yeah. the right thing and and my mum always used to encourage me to she'd say once I was there as well and I had a bag of lollies and uh, the one of the uh, patients there sort of came over and then snatched the lollies from me. And I was only like six or something. And I was like, you know, I went to mum. Like, and so, so she, so this is not a, um, not a, uh, what should I say, uh, a judgment on my mum. This is her belief systems and so on. Uh, however, so interesting to look at the effect on me. So she says, look, these people are really sick, you know, and um, they don't really know what they're doing half the time. And so don't worry about it. They'll get you some more lollies later or something like that, you know. Yeah. And that sounds well and good, you know, yeah. but <laughs> it's like you think of, you know, our conditioning from in utero to seven or so, you know, that main uh, programming. And, and we don't have our intellect you know, and we're basing our emotional platform on our, on our parents or caregivers. So really we've just got that moving centre stuff, we're learning to walk, eat, get it all, our body working and everything. And so being able to actually understand that is pretty impossible for a six-year-old. And so the, the so that this is something I've been working with because um, it's like, oh, well, because that person is unwell, then I should be okay with that. And then I should try to help them. And in that process, you're like really pushing down 
the actual natural response that a, a six-year-old would have of some crazy person coming and taking yeah. their lollies off them. The fear and they're all about with it, yeah, being upset. Yeah. Like, you know, you've lost your lollies. And, yeah. 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 Well, it's just, yeah. And then so then the coming into the music and being good at things as well is, oh, we're getting attention. Uh-huh. Um, so that's what I've been trying to work through. So I've had to ask myself, am I just doing this music because I'm good at it and the more I practice, I get better at it um, and and whatever else, the sound therapy, counselling, love talking to people and I am good at helping them find out, you know, that deeper insight and I absolutely love it. But I had to really just go, am I just doing that because I can be good at it and people go, oh, she's really good and yeah. I get this attention and um, and I was I was happy to find that I actually do really really love <laughs> love love music and and that conditioning of getting that attention from my environment and being special you know oh you got a music scholarship oh you got another music scholarship oh you can do this you can do that you know um, that that is wasn't the real me which I was I was grateful to see but gosh it's hard to get out of it you know yeah. when that, that is your programming and if, especially for what. 30 years or so of your life you've been repeating 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 uh, the same things over and over to actually try and extricate yourself it's it's pretty difficult yeah uh, to do. such a beautiful awareness though that of you to have that you know to be able to question that like a lot of people wouldn't even question that mm-hmm. yeah you know it's just such a beautiful um part of the evolving and the um the conscious the consciousness like the, yeah the awareness to ask yourself, why? Why mm. am I doing this? Am I doing it because, of, like, you know, that's just huge in mm. itself. I think it's important, isn't it? I mean, I, now with everything going on, um, really, I feel, you know, we would benefit from everybody doing so uh, because, if we, you know, it's when people say, oh, um, you know, like you, you got your girl awakening, right, and with that title and and there's some... I did write a little ebook on it and I called it um don't remember a long time ago something about spirits <laughs> something oh, yeah. about spiritual pride and and how there is a big movement of people they go oh, are you awake and I'm like well what do you mean yeah and they're like well you know did you know and there's the um, new world order and there's blah 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 I said oh uh, yeah, but I mean, it's not really what I understand about being awake. And so, you know, people kind of go, oh, what's she talking about? But, and it's funny because I find this spiritual pride thing, it's like uh, people are, and it's not a, they're doing it deliberately or anything, but they are, it's like developing spiritually in your ego. And so, therefore, you still are separate, and therefore, your beliefs and, uh, you know what you're wanting to share is still exclusive you know to to everybody really uh because there is a line there it's I find it by when I go to try and join community groups and things like that that connection you get to a certain point and then you're not allowed past there with the group you know and I'm like why is why is that yeah um so that's interesting too because I'm not any kind of um I'm not taken out of that equation at all. And that's why I was asking myself, why do I 
want to why do I want to do the things that I do and is it because I just want to make it about me because this is what I believe and then therefore you know I want to draw people into my circle uh, for security um, because you know we all have insecurities and we all try to make security in different ways mm. and the nature of music too is when you're performing music is that you have an audience isn't it so there's um people coming to you by the sheer nature of the fact that they're coming to hear you play or sing or perform so i think um for any artist that plays or performs publicly there's there is that element of drawing people to you isn't it so but when you put it in the context of what you're talking about, like from a personal awareness, it's actually quite a big concept, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge concept. And, you know, like it's different, um, if you look at different artists that you're drawn to, you know, you know, maybe you resonate with their sound or the person or, you know, if you explore that, there's there's layers of yeah. that context in there as well, isn't it? Oh, like, God, yeah. It's quite a, it opens up a whole different different um, level of relating to what you enjoy through your arts or you know, music and things like that, your, your passions in this area. Yeah, I... Well, some of us love classical. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, it's like I can't... Well, not that I can't, but I um, have noticed now that even if I look back on my previous music, and I can be hard on myself, which is you know work in progress. But um, and then the majority of music that's out there, it's just so self-centered, and it, it's so I don't know. <laughs> and it's just about sex, most of it. You know, my boyfriend left me, my girlfriend left me. Yeah. <laughs> shake, shake, shake you, shake you this, shake you that. <laughs> Which is okay, and that that's their expression. I get it, and that there you see, there's my ego, because there's my specialness, because I want to, um, you know, write about what's going on in the world. So it's still there in me, but um, yeah, you know, just got to have that awareness. Okay, that's okay. It's still there. Yeah. So through your, so through your writing your your songs, through your, I will say your 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 therapy. There's also that connection to wanting to raise the conscious, the yeah. collective consciousness. Yeah. And also like maybe like with revolution, perhaps like the call to action around, you know, moving through uh, the density of where we are to, you know, mm. living more mindfully or higher, higher purpose. In oh, God, yeah. And, but, you know, and I do recognise it is so difficult. It is really difficult. You know, it's like... Um, it's it's not you know like it could be with anybody it could be with your partner your friend you could be sitting there having a conversation and you are communicating um what you're communicating and you have a picture of it you have a feeling of it and, and you're talking to them and sometimes you realize and that they're actually not even possibly getting you know yeah. they're in their own little space there yeah. and and that is because of our patternings and our perception um and how much we can actually see outside of ourselves, um, which makes it difficult. So it's not an easy thing. Um, but yes, with the music, I like I said, that is my 
work in progress to start to um, come. Oh no, just oh, hang on. So if we've got, hang on, I'm going to go to the beginning. If we have like, um, which most of us have our own, you know, traumas uh, that have happened, you know, at times of distress that have shaped who we are, um, they inherently, when they're in action, cause us to be selfish because it's coming from a place of hurt and a place of lack and scarcity. And and so we need, you know, I really need this or I need that person, I need a hug or whatever it is. And then so you can't really see too far out because it's very blinkered and it's a, it's a place of distress. And that's, and then therefore, you know, and then the ego has all these strategies to make sure that uh, we're going to be okay and we're safe and um, so, so it has all these um, yeah different ways of responding to the environment to sort of reinforce the trauma unless we're kind of working with it and that's what I've been doing so I have done it like you mentioned uh, from the website the um, stuff around the sexual abuse I mean that's uh, yeah that's multi-layered as yeah. well and um, for instance there would be around around about the time that my um, dad left was when I had the first sexual abuse so on a really deep level I found there was a brain connection in here some things fused together and went oh attention from a male because the attention from my dad had gone and oh this is what we do okay cool got it mm -hmm. you know I so don't want that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but but it's not something that's consciously done but yeah I'm just it's just so um multi-layered so what and then so then we got the ego so that's what I'm working with at the moment is if I can reduce by working with the trauma and stuff inside of myself and healing and and, and actually being there for me so that's a big part of it too so it's like if I get that so I still get anxiety and depression but by no means is it to the extremes that it used to be before and I'm not tampering with it by drinking you know alcohol I mean I have occasional you know here and there but or taking drugs which I used to um, where it just blows everything way out and makes it difficult to recover from it so now it's actually okay so I get a bit of the anxiety it's having the awareness of it taking a deep breath heart heart breathing and then go oh it's okay I am here for you I am here for you because it's um it's like the Buddhist stuff it's I love all the Buddhist philosophy um about the more you can um be present for yourself the less anxiety you're going to get because you know that you're okay because you can actually look after uh, yourself so that's one component as well and then the so for instance um I am getting to the point the point <laughs> is that the um for instance with my birthday so yes. here you know you, I know it's such a work in progress is um so I would get in, in my view uh probably my mum wouldn't agree but in in my um perception and understanding of growing up and my experience as I see it um, I used to get a lot of attention, like a lot, like um, birthdays big, you know, lots of presents and it was so good and a lot of attention and and then it would drop out and there'd be nothing. 
and I'd come home from school and mum was like from work and I'd be like six years old there's no one there mm. and and then I'd go down the street and then the neighbour you know yanks me into the house and shit like that so I'd have like nothing then a whole lot nothing mm. and so really inconsistent <laughs> and so birthdays uh coming up to my birthdays I just this time more aware this year started feeling really anxious and I'm like why am I feeling really anxious my birthday is gonna have fun Woo-hoo, you know um <laughs> And it's never that simple. And, and so I I realized that that's what I could see. It was like, okay, so that is why. And because all parts of me now are trying to make sure that I drop a comment here or that to my partner or whatever it is, make sure that the plans that I wanted to do on my birth and everything is going to happen and that he doesn't forget it. And that of course he's not going to forget it. But inside of me, there's that anxiety because if we don't get that attention, then there's nothing. And then oh. it might be it might be nothing. And then what's going to happen? Maybe something. Maybe I'll get abused, or maybe I don't know. And this is not a conscious mind thing, of course. No, it's, yeah. Well, as it's, you say, like from being you know a five year old in the linen cupboard, mm. there's a huge amount of trust in a very uncertain environment, um, in a vulnerable environment mm. that you know. You kind of, as an adult, it would only seem natural that you would want to make sure that you are safe <laughs> in any environment that you're in or any situation that presents. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the depths of that is is huge. And I, I'm just getting, like, a, a huge sense of of what a light being you are, Storm. Like, you know, <laughs> how hard it is being a light being on this planet no. and working your way through that constantly to navigate mm. to to be on an earth and sharing your gifts you know through your earthly experiences and you know what you know you're here as a light being and bringing all the, your gifts through with your music and and your words um and translating the life experiences if you like but the the harshness of mm. of life, you know, just feeling that, you know, not saying that it's all harsh, but just the the the, the major experiences that are the signposts along the road that you're traveling. Um, mm. There's a lot of uh, take you off track. A lot to take yeah. you off track. Yeah, a lot to mm. kind of knock that light. Or, or or are they necessary you know are they necessary mm. I, mean, how, I mean I I do think that too I'm like well if I have I have lots of um, clients um, I mean they're not not so much at the moment I mean I because I do teaching and I and I, uh, music teaching for all these beautiful little kids and and then I do um, you know work with clients and sound therapy but sometimes I'll just get a whole lot of students and then I get a whole lot of clients and then it doesn't ever <laughs> So to say, but um, you know, how can I sit there and listen to people telling me how you know this and that happened to them, and actually have a a, a really good comprehension, a full body, mind, emotion, everything understanding for them? If I haven't had it, I'm not saying you know you want to go and have well whatever. I mean, people have had far worse uh, experiences and 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 varying ones. But if we haven't um, acknowledged or felt that suffering, how, I don't know. Could we really actually understand and be there for another person? I'm not sure. Yeah. Do you find that the clients that come to you, um, 
because you know as a as, as a therapist and different people we've speak, spoken with that are um, practitioners or, or see clients mm. there's often that um you know the, the people that come to you <laughs> are exactly what you need yeah. <laughs> oh so is yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's always yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. And mm. we only share what we need to know and learn the most ourselves anyway. You know, mm. it's like mm. people that are sitting in front of us are exactly what we need in that moment. Mm. It's so amazing. Yes. I'm going to jump into the next question. Um, so when did you first notice, I know you've been talking a lot about this and you talked a bit about COVID and all of that and the, and you mentioned um, the, the new earth and all of that kind yeah. of stuff. But yeah. when did you first notice a shift in your thoughts about the world? And all the, I, I hear you talk a lot about, you know, patterns and beliefs and all of that. Mm. But when did you start to realise that the planet wasn't what you thought? You mean as in that wasn't going in, in my happy little bubble like I thought? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Pop. Oh, shit. Um <laughs> Yeah, well, definitely, yeah, with the, the COVID thing, like that was a shock for me as for many people. Um, I know not everybody, a lot of people got, yeah. oh, I've been following this for years. So I knew this was, you know, blah, 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 and all of that. So, but for me, definitely. Um, but in saying that I've never been one to go oh well the government says this so I will do that and yeah. I just that just naturally haven't I'm like why you yeah. know it's just, just more being about free thinking isn't it sort of like so what so someone tells you something does that mean you got to jump off the cliff or whatever you know um so definitely with that and with that came the beginning of COVID came my uh beautiful fiance uh Michael moved out uh from our house we were all living to get in together which was just like complete insecurity, like, oh my God, the world is breaking down and so was mine. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it was one of those learning periods again uh, on that level. But as for the uh, stuff to do with the, um, that was really hard to navigate. Um, was that because of COVID storm or was it just like, okay, this is an intense time in the world, he needed to find some space and then pressure's too much yeah. yeah the pressure into and you know because like that we're saying it's we're not separate we're just not and whatever is happening internally here you can say that probably everybody is having some version mm. of and then when it's like amplified mm. and then the collective consciousness is mainly sitting in fear and insecurity and you have your own portion of that it's like whoa <laughs> you're either gonna I don't know explode or implode or yeah. <laughs> hide away in a cave or something um but yeah. a lot of lot of separateness in that yeah time frame because I mean some people found that they might have been dating someone for three weeks and end up living with them because so of lockdowns and things like that and a lot of extreme situations wasn't there and then other situations where people were um not able to see people, yeah so they were living alone and finding that very difficult oh so god yeah we've got this theme again of the you know the collective and the yeah and connecting to that 
And it was a wonderful opportunity to really sit in, and I think this is what you've been talking about before, you know, your perception of what was happening. Mm. Was it a perception of the world falling apart, I'm falling apart, or was it a perception of, wow, something's being unveiled here and I'm going to move with it, I'm going to move through it with, with the collective and I'm going to open myself up to it and, you know, and allow for whatever's happening to happen. Um, the elements again of a little bit of that theme of the trauma <laughs> yeah 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 I definitely yeah. yeah yeah um I think the process like from COVID like to now is like I was saying earlier is working on the trauma and stuff and the egoic stuff so I can actually be more present for those around me mm. naturally yeah um without being about me so much so still a whole lot of me but that's where I'm at but yeah with the 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 COVID thing and then the personal things at the same I definitely view it as here is the universe saying you guys have got to work through stuff individually yeah and, and collectively I definitely struggled with the restrictions of things as the most people did it made me want to fight uh, made me yeah definitely not that I it, it brought out both I really wanted to you know scream and punch and and so angry uh, with people um, that I viewed as the enemy and even so disappointed in humanity um, I could definitely feel the emotions with that um, you know to the degree of I didn't want to wear a mask like many people and and I do get asthma from time to time and I just thought oh bugger that I go to the GP so I can't wear it it gives yeah. me asthma I mean yeah sure it's a lie but I just didn't, didn't want to wear one and so I didn't have one on I carried the pass thing around with me went into the shop one day these are people that I see all the time you know your local people and um oh, why don't you have your mask on? I don't have to wear a mask. And, um, and it went on to very aggressive, um, well, why? I said, I don't, I've got an exemption. And I said, and also I don't want to wear a mask. I'm not unwell. Um, and you know that it can't actually, I was trying to uh, educate. By, by you because you went. Oh, God, yeah. And it got to the the thing I was so disappointed in, you know, and I, I called my partner after and I was just in tears was um, that mob mentality and that herd thing of these people. There was probably about 20 people in the supermarket in that area. And once the lady started going on at me, well, then you show me a thing. I said, I don't actually have to show it to you. I said, like, I don't want any trouble. Just want to buy my stuff. I don't have to wear masks. I have an exemption. <sighs> and then, and then there's some guy walks past and goes, "Oh, you effing bitch! Put on your effing mask!" And blah blah. I was like, you know, and you can just feel it. it's like daggers going into your chest. And and then so once he did, some other woman's like, "Oh yeah, you effing bitch!" And I'm like, "Whoa!" You know, I, that that horrified me. That oh. um, given all of that pressure, people, yeah, they will do anything to anyone 
without any kind of thought at all. It's just like a switch and they're all like, a, it's like a mob that just freaked me out completely. <laughs> Well, there was a whole lot of fear. There was a there was a lot of fear put in the space, and if you weren't um, aware of the of what was happening, you know, you you fall into it. And um, yeah, there was a lot of lessons that went on there um, with yeah, what was know. with what was going on. But we we let's move past that for now and come back to you. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I just say that that after the initial response, you know, I did work through that but then you know came to actually having some compassion for those yeah. people but and myself yeah um as well so yeah after initially being completely shocked and, and that <laughs> but also seeing that part of me going I'm not going to show you my thing yeah. you everybody yeah. telling everyone what to do but had I been in yeah. a different space I would have just peacefully gone here you go yeah. No problem. But I didn't want it because all, you know, there's restrictions coming Absolutely. down. So you stand in and your in your certainty and your sovereignty. And and you know, there's a um in psychology, as you know, probably aware, there's a um well the well-known study where um if someone's standing on a high rise and thinking of jumping and a crowd gathers, it only takes one person to call out something like jump or you know, be abusive. And the whole crowd will jump, join in and actually chant to call wow. the person to their death, basically. That's and, being asleep, isn't it? That is yeah, being but, asleep. Yeah. So rather than like calling out the opposite, it was like, you know, we love you, be safe, don't jump, you know, mm. someone cares about you, it's gonna be okay. And it's 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 disappointing, as you say, to have the personal experience where people choose to be aggressive and negative rather than to support the um the individual within the collective so it's it's, it's something um, yeah it's, mm. i'm hearing what you're saying it's like that's what was happening there was a lot of um disconnection happening and thank god you know there was mm. more of us that were aware of that and started coming together in a better space yeah supporting the people supporting each other supporting each and other it's, and it's you know and you've also you know i think to myself well look we've had thousands of years of um of this conditioning to for us to be responding in the way that we do mm. as well so you got to have that compassion uh for all of us and ourselves that go well it's not just a matter of i would like to do this but you don't do what you're actually wanting to do but you've been it's that conditioning and programming fear scarcity you know it's... well we realize in that moment how restricted we all were mm. and that was the biggest awakening of all you know yeah. how how conditioned we are on the planet so However, choosing to think in any moment mm. of what was being presented around us and yeah. what we reached for. Mm. So moving on, what have you decided to change in your world? You know, now you're becoming more kind of um, aware of surroundings and you and what you're feeling and who you are and who you are on the planet. What, what things did you notice that were happening around you or did you have to change anything? To be you. <laughs> Change anything to be me. Um, like friends or, you know, family or did you, did you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess even um, setting up your own business, like your, your, your business, your website and things is an aspect. Yeah. Um, I definitely actually, I was doing a lot of work to do with uh, my mom and, 
I did actually over a period of time just ask for a no contact. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that 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 would be something that I now it's back to you know we have contact and everything, but I really I suppose some changes would be that, but that was a part of um, being very. Um, how should I put it? Um, like needing space? No, yeah, needing space, but, but but really making sure that I get to do my meditation in the morning, um, making sure that I make time in the day, middle of the day, which I normally do for an hour, an hour and a half to do meditation then, and then other one in the evening. I probably normally fall asleep, uh, mm-hmm. but those are the most important ones. Yeah. But, um, but those... <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, this is a nice place. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was actually that sitting behind. There was a real sort of, no, very important because otherwise I'd lose my shit completely. Yeah. You know, the anxiety would get too high or I'd read some post about whatever, you know. And, and another thing was actually going off all the groups that were reporting about this and that around the world. Yeah, yeah. Because um for one I couldn't handle it and and then if I'm not coping then you know I have my daughter and and people around me and so how am I actually helping how am I actually helping the world if I am completely just not coping and just want to stay in my beautiful um house in the in the hills here you know surrounded by the bush and I don't have to go out anywhere um so that was something definitely that I changed um because I figured, and I, I do my meditation and just keep coming back to here. If I can create stability inside of here, if I can create more peace and more joy, then that is what I'm offering out. And if everyone was, you know, doing the same thing, then how? Well, then we're going to have like this whole ocean of joy and peace and love. Mm-hmm. So how can all these other things exist? They can't. It's mm-hmm. like bringing the light into the dark you know lighting a candle in a dark room well that it overtakes the dark doesn't it so that was definitely I thought no this was running me down and probably actually part of the plan of those uh, other one percents or whatever to actually try and create more fear so why be a part of it but in saying that these days I will check in once a week or someone will tell me anyway oh this and that's happening I'm like okay yeah but I don't need to use it like Netflix and, and and be, you know, that addictive compulsive sort of, I've just got to get completely lost inside of this and, and, and let it terrify me. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think there's been a little bit, quite a lot of that lately where um, that need for healthy boundaries mm. around information and, and actually trusting what's in this space is the most important as opposed yeah. to, yeah, you know, being plugged into too many avenues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Overwhelming. Yeah. No, that's very powerful. Yeah. Mm. To, to kind of, you know, contain your energy rather yeah. than being so having it pulled out. Yeah. Yeah. Really relate to what you're saying there. Mm. Mm. That kind of leads on to it. Yeah. Well, and that's what one of our next questions is what have you had to give up? Like just uh, people or things for giving mm. up? the um the different groups is a is a big thing to let go of because mm. it is 
quite consuming. Well, I need a lot of information. And news mm. and, you know, lots of different things. And I, I like the aspect that you said, you know, of staying in your beautiful home up in mm. the mountain, you know, in the trees, wherever that is. It's like, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and if that's supporting you to heal, then, you know, that's amazing. That's mm. sometimes you have to actually sacrifice to for the greater good, you know, for, for you and your family too. Have that safe space. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I have to ask myself, but you know, am I hiding? And yes, so part of me was hiding, <laughs> you know, but it's that thing. But then on another day, actually, I just need some respite. Yeah. So it's just having that awareness, isn't it? So am I? And I really love that Buddhists, when they um, talk about, um, say, addictions, and, and um, I think it was Thich Nhat Han or I was listening to or, or Pema Chodron, but um, there was, I might be Pema Chodron, which is saying about, um, you know, if you're trying to give up something, uh, whatever it is, I have many of them, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, if not many, just a couple, but if um, if you're trying to give up something and on a particular, at a particular moment, you go, oh, do I really need that? Like, is the fall, is the compulsion not so strong at that time then don't have it but if at another time you go and you ask yourself the question do I really need to have this right now and it's so and you have so much anxiety and compulsion so the trauma is greater by not having it than have it yeah, yeah. That kind of that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah I hear what you're saying it's mm. like you know um there's a I'm Mm. I really love like CrossFit. It's just one of those things that I love even watching. And there's a, a very famous CrossFit lady who's pregnant at the moment and she's still doing CrossFit and she's very pregnant. Wow. And it's amazing. I'm like, <laughs> she is like amazing. And the amount of people that are like, you know, having a go at her because she's carrying yeah. a baby and she's been told by her baby or she constantly has to be reassuring people, you know, I've got a doctor that's here and, saying that, you know, if I've been doing this for so long, stopping it now, you know, is going to be worse than, but it's not the point. It's like, you know, why? It's, it's making her happy. It's making her happy she's, and she's vibrating at a, you know. Where she's most where optimal. She's most optimal. The baby's healthy. That's, you know, she's healthy. It's great for her body. Mm -hmm. All of those things. It's like, you know, it's definitely the perception people hold, as, once again, around fear and, um, yeah. You know, I need to just mind their own business, really. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then that would be probably something for her, of, um, I suppose, for her to check in, you know, how sure am I, how much do I trust my inner self oh, that what I'm doing is right with people coming in and going. Hmm. Absolutely. And she's um, she's certain, you know, she, mm, she doesn't care. And I think that's such a beautiful um, inspiration for others. You know, you do whatever you need to do, whatever that is. If it feels right for you, who cares what other people say? You know, you just you just mm. do it. Go for it. So, so yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> so when you were when you were like a teenager storm, how did you find navigating through school, like being a sensitive, obviously like, you know, I think probably a very old soul in a mm. little person's body, you know, even from a child, it feels like mm. you know. I feel because look it, when you said you were forty seven today, we were like, no, no, way. and Jill was like, oh, oh quite young yes. on the emails, you know, you changed and she feels very young, but you know, and 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 then when you said forty two, we're like, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but you have this old soul premise like this old white bean soul like yeah I'm here to be a... but yeah so how did you how did you navigate through like school and high school as a, a sensitive soul or were you like fully on the team of like just in like half denial kind of just you know up there with the with the, the cool kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I have always had really, um, like I've been living several lives at the same time. And so one part of me was um, doing my music scholarship, which I really loved, um, and doing really well at it too. And um, the other part of me was being a teenager, rebelling, uh, smoking pot on the oval, waiting mm-hmm. school. Um... Oh, the cool kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but then not, you know, then never really felt like I was in the cool yeah. uh, kid gang. And But I was friend with, friends with, in, well, this is my uh, perception of my experience. I was friends with, um, most of the different groups at school um, however I, I I'm very rebellious you know I, I look back on the things that I did during high school the people that I hang out hung out with um, for instance just quickly <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was telling my partner this the other day I was like what where was my mom um, <laughs> you know did she know what I was doing? Oh. Um, but, you know, down the road from us, I used to live near the city in Perth, and there was this um, guy who was a cross-dresser, I think. Um, I didn't really know what that was other than he just sometimes I'd show up and he'd be in, in ladies' outfits, and that was fine. I didn't have any problem with it. But uh, anyway, and, you know, one day and I used to lie in the bed with him. I was only, like, 16, and we'd just be talking about stuff. He never did anything, so I think that was probably lucky for me. Um, but I definitely always get myself in, uh, and this would be to do with the abuse. I put myself in situations where it could go wrong, which sometimes it did. But anyway, and then one day he goes, oh, come and look at this and opens up this bedroom, <laughs> big, big bedroom full of hydroponic weed, <laughs> wall to wall, you know, and I'd be having experiences like this. And I'm like, and I look back now and I go, if my daughter ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hearing you, yeah. So you, you, you were quite a free spirit. Yeah, must have been. <laughs> but I did, I went, I did my schooling. So I, that's what I'm saying, that it had the other part. And I went and did, went like, you know, 11, year 11, year 12, which used to be called TE or whatever it was, exams. And I did all of that. And then that's when I had my meltdown because, you know, talking about systems, I was being held up in a system and yeah. once the system, and I so wanted to get out of the system, and when I did, I couldn't. Suddenly, I'd be like, getting memories of some abuse that I didn't even remember. They only started coming back to me, actually consciously. I'm going, "Whoa, what is that?" You know, um, yeah. So that was yeah, full on. And then that's when I had the pretty big meltdown and depression, anxiety, and um, you know, tried to commit suicide and and so on and so forth. And um, so once you're out of the system, because isn't it funny, like when we're in a system and we 
you know, we have to get up, have breakfast, go to school, be at a certain time with this, certain hours is a, a routine. Mm, yeah. Love it or hate it. And then you finish that it's, and you're, it's like you have, you've got your freedom or you make your own choices. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. Space. It's like and a so fish out of water. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. space that everything kind of come crashing down. Is that what you're saying? Like, you just. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, and like. It is, and also, you know, I also had that knowing, maybe not so conscious, that level of that conditioning of the school systems, you know, just to make yeah. us all good little workers. And, you know, my daughter's just recently stopped uh, high school and we're, we're doing homeschooling now, thank God. Um, <laughs> but, no, horrible. The school yeah. is like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. the violence. and. But anyway, yeah, so I think it was on a level that recognition of that, constraint and that you know you must do this and but then at one level how secure it was because you know like you're saying that have habitual this is what we do we get up routine da, 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 da. yeah that real controversy going on conflict yeah um, and then so did, did you start working or like a few like did the the space of like memories coming back, unconscious memories coming back, or did that sort of take you out for a while? Like, did you? Oh, it did. And um, I, my mum, you know, so I had a psychiatrist as a stepdad and my a psych nurse, oh, yeah. my mum. And so I, they booked me in to see a psychologist, which, in my opinion, was a complete waste of time. Um, you know, I have worked through this, but it because it's just talking and I'm good at it. I, I, as in, like, I'm I'm smart, you know, so I I knew. Yeah, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> That's right. And, and then after finding that, uh, and they gave me lots of uh, lots of pills, so, you know, one wow. antidepressant and then the, the side effects they gave me, which is common, you know, they give you another one to counteract the side effects mm. of the other one. So I was on about three or four of them. And my mum did a wonderful thing. I uh, I got to a stage where I had... Uh, got put into a psych hospital um, which is another thing it's this uh, con construct you know which is so not helpful for people that are struggling with mental health and um, anyway and I because I was being a smart ass I, I, I um, <laughs> got a friend of mine to drop some drugs off for me there <laughs> as you do <laughs> and then I then I took off from the uh, place and climbed up the top of a pine tree. Thank God I didn't fall out of it. Um, and thought, I, you know what? And I said, I looked at the universe and I thought, now, do you want to live or do you want to die? Because I had a bit of a, uh, as much as I could at that age, a bit of a sort of awakening of sort mm. of, oh, wow, I'm stressing out my whole family. Yeah. Um, you know, the, they are trying. And I'm really, and I had that kind of thing that I'm not being a good girl because I'm not helping and all of that. But it also had, I'm really hurting other people around me. Mm -hmm. And so just, do you want to be here or not? You know, and, and I went, okay, yeah, I do. And so in my mind, <laughs> so you've got me here at the top of Pine Tree on drugs, writing poems <laughs> to my family. <laughs> and you've got, yeah, and then you've got my family and the doctor's going, where the every yeah. storm and she's never thinking to look up <laughs> wow and anyway and I went back then as you can imagine not in my mind I thought oh it's going to be your hugs and flowers and butterflies because I've decided <laughs> I want to be here yeah she's returned <laughs> it was 
Oh my god, where are you? Locked me in a frame. I was gonna say they locked oh, you out. Oh, no, it was horrible. We thought. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. Yeah, it gives me. But my mum, bless her, came in and said, "Hey, darling, they want to send you to this like locked place." Wow. And, and she and being she's in the system, so she knew that it's not good. She she didn't want yeah. her daughter to go there. And and she said, "Look, come on, I'll you come home with me. We'll, we'll get some like essential oils. We'll." She, you oh, know, and, wow. and she was, you know, really saved me from uh, going in a direction that wouldn't have helped me at all. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, and and, and, um, and cared for me um, and helped me. But on another level, that, that smart-ass part of me was like, okay, if I do all of this kind of stuff and then everyone's going to leave me alone. And I did. And then I went yeah. on and moved out of home and went on my own journey from there. But, yeah. Wow, it's how it's so it's so powerful, isn't it? Because um, you know, it's it, it's another system, isn't it? Though, like the institutions and things like that, and psycho. So, well, that's like the two yeah. worlds we're living. That's mm-hmm. exactly the two worlds. That's what I'm thinking of when you're saying it. I'm like, that is the two worlds. There's the we can't fix it. Let's just shut everything down. Mm. Or oh, this we don't know what's happening, but let's just love her and look after her and watch it grow give it you know? safe space yeah. it's like that's the world we live in and and you, you unfortunately were thrown amongst it fully yeah yeah well, many people are aren't they no and yeah yeah people trying to get help these days everything's booked out they're not wow. taking on new clients and stuff like yeah especially yeah. the good ones yeah, yeah. I, I always remember um from many years ago jessica lang in a movie called francis where she was a little bit you know, in the times that she was living, you know, wanting to make her own choices and not be under the control of, of her mother, it was in that situation that um, ended up getting admitted to a, a, you know, a psych ward, which, you know, quite a traumatic, you know, very long story, traumatic experience. But um, as Joe was saying, that, that having someone who cares and knows you and able to reach out to and you obviously being willing to go home and you know be with your mum and having that mm. that nurturing to get yeah. around it but you know again the two worlds in yourself where you're going okay well I'm smart enough to go if I just you know go through the steps I'm going to be taking <laughs> all the boxes making everybody happy and yeah yeah uh, it's really uh, it beautiful and I'm laughing because like you're you're obviously an Aries and you know the, yeah like five planets in Aries at the moment and there's been so much energy around Aries energy the last few months so like the intensity of like where you're it's like where you're sitting in your life at the moment and even joining us today feels feels so beautiful that you're you're sharing with us today because it's kind of like that you know like a, a culmination point if you like of um what's next for for Storm and yeah. I really asked, were you born named Storm or was this a name? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I changed my name. <laughs> yeah, that's so beautiful. I changed it. I changed my name a year ago to Shiloh Miriam because that was gifted to me in a some healing sessions. Like, you know, the person doing the session was like, oh, I've got this name coming through, but it, it means, you know, peace and all of that. And then and it was a psychological um you know, um, active, not activity, psychological thing to um, try and come away from my attachment to who Storm is and her storylines and yes, yes, and all that. And now I've just gone back to Storm because I'm like, and that 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 the one that's just a personal Shiloh Maryam is just my personal 
yeah. thing for me. I don't need it to be a declaration of I am not Storm. Yeah. <laughs> you have now have backup. Yeah, exactly. Shiloh Miriam's if in your meditation. Yeah. 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 The space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is probably perfect to go mm. into. I made it kind of um circled around this question just a moment ago. So um what do you do now to support yourself in staying in the moment? We know you do um a fair bit of meditation um and then your songwriting and is there anything else that you love to do that keeps you present and in the moment and you know centered um yeah I I really love uh Thich Nhat Hanh I mentioned before um the a Buddhist monk or who's obviously passed away a little while ago but he has I do I like doing the walking meditation so that oh, is oh. just as you're going about your day washing the dishes or um is I do the um either <laughs> breathing in or breathing out so it's just, it's just bringing that mindfulness connection I'm doing washing dishes I am breathing in I am breathing out it might be one minute or two minutes um I love I, I've got a couple of dogs um and I love going for walks I just over there in the bush um so connecting to nature but when I do that I commonly will the other um, walking meditation that he um, talks about is when you're breathing in, yeah, when you're breathing in and as your feet touch the earth, you're saying to yourself, yes, 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 yes. And as you're breathing out, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So you're really bringing that present to us, you know, your body and, and your thoughts at the same time. So I do that. Um, yeah. And, and then obviously just... I think it's just trying to be aware of um, really anything that's going on or any interactions, just not just, I, I think it's just trying not to fall asleep, you know. I mean, I'm, we can't be awake 24 hours a day, I mean, as in consciously because we're just not used to it uh, and it, it is hard work <laughs> to try and, you know, be aware when you're having interactions with people of not taking everything on face value, just actually trying right? Where yeah. am I sitting? Where are they sitting? What are they actually saying? As opposed yeah. to what's coming out of their mouth. And um, so it's probably that, a lot of that kind of stuff. They're working at being comfortable and being the light being on earth. And yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. do you feel like as if, do you feel, because I'm getting a sense also, do you feel as if Storm is really only just tapping into her capacity of who you are as as a being? because you know, you're obviously very intelligent and you're very creative and very aware. That's that is a big basket. Hmm. So do you feel like with where you are with your business, with your um sound healings and your clients and music, that there's a um I would say a form near that's going to continue to grow and you're feeling strong in yourself with like you feel space and there's more to come through that way or is I hope so you know like I um that's always been something that I'm looking at because on one level I could say well I've recorded all these albums so do this do that do that good at it um love it but if you looked at it on a um a societal sort of you know career as in as a successful am am I living um 
you know, financially abundant and things like that? No. Um, have I really? I've had little bites of things over the years. But so I think, but, you know, to answer your question, I think with the work I'm doing on myself and with the songs being um, more about me and the collective, so it's not just my baby left me again or whatever <laughs> it's actually come on everyone let's let's awaken you know uh, let's get these layers and move move take these layers off and I'm hoping that because it has more of what my soul alignment sort of is interested in maybe then um the uh, my career in that way will flourish uh, and as far as clients go like I said uh when COVID hit um much to my I surprise I thought oh cool people will be wanting to wake up awesome yeah. and, and, it, and it was not the case it was everybody batting down and separate. <laughs> and so it all dropped off uh all my clients dropped off so I um now I have just a few regular people and I have lots of people that come have been coming over years so they'll have something come up and they'll they'll know they'll just go oh, okay we get an appointment and we work through it but um yeah so I, anyway I hope that the more heart, um, the heart center stuff for me and the more stable I feel inside of myself it will you know it's like reaching out to um, Joe and and Trevor uh, when I saw that um, interview um, I had many thoughts about all of the people contributing on there and and the limitations of of some of them and um and then I absolutely loved what Trevor brought into it. And I also was very aware of the resistance uh, within the other people to actually take that on board as well. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but I was like, thank God for that, <laughs> you know, that he was bringing in this. I'm like, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he received a lot of feedback, a lot of feedback reaching out, a lot of people reaching out with a, a very similar thread, which is much like you're saying, you know, just around the love and how important that is right now more than more than ever yeah yeah and that yeah and definitely yeah the some of the comments of it being sort of a bit I don't know not not uh, a bit fairy or a bit we were, know, we're, yeah, we're, and yeah. it's just it's it's you know you've got to it, it's not it's, it's so not yeah no when we know that and we understand that and that's the world that we live in now it's the woo-woo is the best stuff yeah, <laughs> and you know it's all about the woo woo. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I am really grateful, you know, uh, to be talking on here with you both, and I'm grateful uh, that you know Trevor responded, and as well because I, it's that thing of I've always felt like on the outer, and I so want to be connected in, yeah. <laughs> and be able to share and, and talk and, and all of that. So I was completely surprised. I was like, oh my god, my daughter's like, what? I said, oh, look, they replied. <laughs> uh, so uh I was just so happy about that so perhaps you know that is maybe whatever is inside of me is less wanting to hide and is wanting to connect and that's what being signaled out and then so people will respond you know to absolutely that. that's really giving me goosebumps yeah. you're saying that I feel that's really I feel you have a, a a beautiful connection with who you are and what you have to offer the collective mm -hmm. um and I feel it just feels beautiful to hear you say that maybe you're ready to embrace it more fully. And, yeah. it's, and it's as simple as that. Mm. Like it's not complicated. It's not, there's no story around it. It's just 
but as simple as it is, you know, it's that there are people like yourself that are needed mm. to speak up from their own unique experience. It doesn't it's, We don't need anyone else's added influence. It's all about what you see, what you feel and what you bring. And, mm. and that's what Girl Awakening is about as well. Right. about each individual's awakening journey and then each woman taking parts of gold from that yeah. and saying it's okay for me to be me you know it's okay <laughs> for me to see things like this and it's okay it, it is okay it's okay mm. for everybody to see and view things the way they view it through their own filters and veils and however that is and that's what makes the collective so beautiful and and come together and um, allow each other to sit in that space. In compassion and, 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 you know, and it is a vulnerable, a vulnerable sharing. You know, you've been very generous today with what you've shared of your, of yourself and, and your awakening, mm. awakenings. Um, and that's a gift, such a gift to, to, to give people of yourself. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So our yeah. very last question to you mm. is, how does Storm see the world now and um, what do you see next for, for you and, and for the planet through your, through your lens? I figured that now I have the awareness of, I figured that if I have, uh, like I did, I said, you know, the last few weeks, even maybe it was like, like three, four weeks ago, for the first time ever in my life, I felt that kind of love and something inside of me I'm like wow without it being you know my partner giving me a hug or, or whatever I just generated just found it in there that divine thing and I, I figured that if I had that experience then there are thousands of people that are also on the same journey that have just discovered this also mm -hmm. which gives me hope because it's um I won't get distracted oh you know it's like when someone creates something you know, a new invention over one side of the world because we are all connected. You can bet that over yes, another different yeah. country, someone else is doing the same thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. But um, mm -hmm. so, so I think that I actually, you know, I, I get a little bit terrified just like everybody else when I see some of the um, the reports of things as well, you know. Of course I do. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually feel that... Um, I think it's going to, I think uh, change is hard internally and, and change on a global level will be hard and there's probably going to be a lot of more chaos, just like change does, you know, it's like a volcano or something, but um, it's kind of terrifying. But I, I actually I actually have a, a good uh, feeling that once all the old systems are, broken down you know and all the the banking stuff I mean for the for, you know as you know for all this stuff to actually break down it means a lot of chaos and change yeah. you know and and if we can get through that I actually think that we can create a, a better world because but it's it is still a learning process isn't it so yeah. uh there's more people that are conscious of that it's like um I hope that yeah, there's some of these initiatives and organisations that are want to, you know, flood the society with abundance of finances through the quantum financial system, for instance, and have, um, you know, humanitarian projects and things that you can do. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that everybody gets to do what you love doing, 
um, and that is actually that the we'll all su support one another and cooperate and share and things. But anyway, if we flooded the um, society with that, then we'll actually realise that we don't need money. Yeah. Because we would have learned it'll become no value. And people will just be like, oh, I have this. Well, yeah, I'll do this and oh, I'd love to use that service or whatever. But it is a learning thing because that we, yeah. you know, we're not used to doing that. So, yeah, I have a good I have a good feeling. But like I said, just like everyone else, sometimes I look at some of the stuff and it's completely terrifying, I think. But, but it's becoming less and less in my uh, awareness as a reality when you look at what they're saying is going to happen and you know I mean you guys are probably well aware of some of the weird oh, freaky yeah. stuff <laughs> you know and you're like really yeah like really and and then okay so maybe you know this is happening but can I see this as a future for humanity no could yeah. we all blow it blow each other up maybe yeah yeah <laughs> but is it yeah, yeah the potential you're not, feeling it. you're not feeling it so what you're saying is what you're feeling in yourself Gosh. is is the new earth is the the you know the, the beautiful exchanges the service the quality the, unity, yeah. Yeah. I'm, awful. I'm going Connection. for that timeline too yeah. yeah 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 I think it's possible yeah I agree. I agree. Really possible. Mm. Can I ask you, because you've got your beautiful pieces on the mantelpiece behind you, and um, I love you. Did Was that yours or did your daughter make that for you? Oh, yeah, we did them together. Hang on. It's, uh, oh, oh, you've got a clear yeah, we, we've got Thich Nhat Hanh there and um, oh, my beautiful dog who passed away last year. Oh. We, we've got lots of them. One says thank you and then we've got another I love you over there and, oh. and stuff like that. Yeah, we did them together. That's beautiful. That's really lovely. beautiful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I think it's entirely possible. And I based that on my own experience yeah. of changing and being able to actually, oh, I can generate that love in here. And if that, then that's going to emanate out. And if that must mean there are millions or hundreds, thousands of people doing the same thing. Yeah. And that sovereignty, you know. And if that's possible for me, for someone who has been very insecure, Mm. um and and fearful and anxious and and all of that if that is possible for me then it's going to be possible for all of us <laughs> so true. That's, that's really beautiful and that's mm. a really beautiful way to kind of round things off for today it's um into that space into that space it's been you know really beautiful speaking with you and sharing your journey and and your awakening journey with us mm, thank you song yeah. yeah oh thank you so much am i allowed to uh share my song like oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i was we were thinking we were gonna ask yeah, you and then we forgot <laughs> that was please. gonna be my next question yes, yes. yes please. please just a little yes, plug please. oh yeah oh yes please absolutely um i do want me what i can do is like because i actually have the link for it um oh. i can actually put it up on the end of this podcast so oh, it'll be like a live yeah. thing that will come onto spotify and apple afterwards oh, that yeah, is... so I can... sorry that <laughs> that's all right i can add that on to garage band at the end of this podcast so oh, that'd be awesome listen straight straight away thank, so that would be really you. beautiful and a really beautiful way to um yeah. To you know, are you gonna on. are you gonna read or sing your sing some of your music? Is that what you wanted to do? No, you... I was just gonna say. 
that yeah feel it coming is the uh is uh, yeah. the release yeah from the band, uh, my band solace and show us you too yeah. please show us your babies show us your babies oh, here, here, here. Salty, salty, salty. <laughs> hang on where is he oh, oh hello, hello. <laughs> Now, now it, it's very, yeah, <laughs> that's all I wanted. I, I had um my great Dane. He passed away last year. He was a therapy dog, but um, anyway, oh, he was yeah. gorgeous. But yeah, so um, I that um, I was going to say oh, with the song. So that is about a lot of what we've been talking about anyway. It's yeah. like, can you feel yeah. it coming? And I'll put the link to the website um below as well, and anything else that I um. And the song and all that, I'll, it'll be at the end of the podcast for people to jump on and, and listen to mm. Stormy's music. So thank, thank you so much for today. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Really beautiful. Thank you for diving in. And happy oh. birthday. Yeah. Happy, thank happy you. Birthday. <laughs> happy week of birthday. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Take care. Thank Bye. you so Bye. much. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening and remember all links to our guest are in the notes. Leave us a comment here or message us on Instagram how our guest today connected with you or perhaps something you wish to share. A special thank you to the blissful Ksenia Luki for our theme song. Joe and I will be with you next week. Bye. Ciao.
Reach out, far reach out from your heart to the other. 